Afgelopen zaterdag verviel het huidige steunpakket voor die miljoenen Amerikanen die hun baan door de coronacrisis hebben verloren. Dat het weer nog bewolking, wat zon in het zuiden kans op een winterse bui, middagtemperatuur een graad of 5, morgen veel bewolking, soms wat neerslag en een graad of 4. Dit was het NOS Journaal. Help de verspreiding van het coronavirus in Nederland te stoppen met Coronamelder. Deze app waarschuwt je nadat je te lang in de buurt bent geweest van iemand met het coronavirus. Zo weet je sneller of je mogelijk bent besmet. En voorkom je dat je onbewust een ander ook besmet. Zo krijgen we samen corona onder controle. Je luistert naar Radio Zuidoost. 24 uur per dag vanuit het hart van de Belmer. Via kabel, salto.nl en 105.2 FM in de Ether. Afgelopen zaterdag verviel het huidige steunpakket voor die miljoenen Amerikanen die hun baan door de corona. Listen to Voice of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning for your spiritual lessons and upliftment. For community news, your interviews, special requests and others. Tune into 105.2 MHz ETA and 103.8 MHz on camera. We delight and entertain you. Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Razo. Voice of Niger is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Niger. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06 846 That's 06 846 Voice of Ninja, your place to advertise. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night.
like to say welcome welcome and first merry christmas and a pleasant new year to all our listeners out there my name is apostle larry dokeno and i'm here this morning with apostle helen rudokeno alias lady agobuma of radio voice of niger awesome we trust that your holidays have been awesome and uh we're going to spend sometime this morning and we're hopefully it's going to be awesome together Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year. In your popular radio program, Radio Voice of Niger on Radio Razo. So we encourage you to tune in and enjoy all the best that we have for you for today. For sure, you will enjoy our gospel time and other activities that will be coming for us.
At this juncture, I would like to share what a prayer with you to declare our program this morning open. Shall we pray? Father, we give you glory. Thank you for another glorious week. Thank you for bringing us through this season successfully almost uh, to the uh, to the beginning of uh, the end and the beginning of a new season and a new year. Thank you for every listener out there. Bless them. Do them good. Touch their lives in a way they can never imagine. We know you have made available all kinds of blessings to today. We receive them and we enjoy them and we give you praise and thanks. Bless the program. Bless our listeners. Bless our city. Bless our nation. Bless our, lead, our, our leaders, those in authority. Do us all good for the glory and honor of your name. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
At this juncture, I'd like to bring to you a scripture reading from the Gospel of St. Luke. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. It says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were so afraid and the angel said unto them fear not for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people for unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior which is Christ the Lord and this shall be a sign unto you he shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Hallelujah. I love the Christmas message and what it has done to our world down to humanity there's no denying the fact that the coming of Jesus has blessed this world so much as you keep listening we'll be as you know this is our inspirational segment so we'll be bringing to you music um, inspirational music inspiring music and then we'll be entering into the miracles of Jesus a moment of an assertion from the word of God uh, I believe Apostle Helen Roof will be sharing with us something. And then the rest of the package for the day will unveil it as we proceed. Be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels.
everyone who wishes all our listeners a very, very wonderful and blessed Christmas season and a prosperous new year just around the corner. We pray it shall be well with you. We wish you all the best, safety, protection from every disease and pandemic. We pray things will go better for you, your household, and all of us in the coming year, 2021. As you enjoy this music, know that it is from our hearts to yours and to our home to yours, wishing you all the best as we get ready to move over to New Year 2021.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, it's time for the word of God. We have here in the studio your favorite presenter and hostess, Voice of Niger, Director of Voice of Niger, Radio Voice of Niger, Apostle Helen Root, Dorkina, bringing to you the word of God this morning. Good morning to all our beautiful war fans. Good morning to you, my lovely folks. Good morning to you, those who are chosen of the Most High. I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ to my praise. He is the reason for this hour and he is the reason for this joy of this season. So we cannot just take him out of it. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you this morning. We thank you for the joy that is in our hearts. We bless you for this day, the 28th day of the month of December 2020. We thank you that you brought us in safely into this day. And you will guide and you will lead us. You will direct us. You will, oh God, move with us in this day to achieve every lovely purpose which you have destined for us to have. We thank you that our lives will impact people. Our lives will transform people. And we shall be carriers of the good news. We thank you, Lord, that heaven will answer us this day as we pray. And Lord, that which seemed impossible will become possible. Because with you all things are possible. Thank you, our glorious God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Let all the saints thunderously say a big amen. Say it like you mean it. The word of exhortation I'm bringing at this moment is entitled, Nothing is impossible with God. I do not know how many times you may have heard someone's like this. I do not know how many times people may have spoken things like this to you. But what I am positioned this morning to let you to understand is that if ever they had spoken words like this from the word of God to you, you better believe it. Because every other thing will fail. Every other thing will come to pass. But the word of the living God, the word that has been spoken, will find fulfillment. The Bible said the word of God will not return void. It will accomplish the purpose upon which it is being sent. If God has said to you through a man of God or through a woman of God, or God has spoken to you by his word to let you know that nothing is impossible, you better believe it. It doesn't 
matter the, the, the aspect of the time that you are facing at this moment. Don't forget that God does not work with time. God is out of time. So while we are trying to figure out what God has said to us and we try to limit it in the frame of time, I am here this morning positioned by the Holy Spirit to let you know that you have to take yourself out from that circle of time and see God the way God sees himself. He's limitless. He is timeless. Nothing hinders God. Nothing stops him. If he says something to you, he's not a man to lie. If God said nothing is impossible, believe it and believe it to the core. Hallelujah. With God, nothing is impossible. We are on the 28th day in the Gregorian calendar of December 2020. And I know that many people, they have expected a lot of things in their lives. And some are thinking that things are running out of hand. Because to them, it remains just about two or three days for the whole year to come to an end. So to them, they feel that, 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 that they can't make it anymore. And some of them are feeling that God has failed them. Let me give you just this instance. I was watching something on the social media in, in Nigeria. A young man who carried his cousins, the children of his, his senior brother, and all of them were in the car. They were rushing down from Lagos down to the east. This car jumped the flyover. This car jumped from flyover and got down to the valley. And no one of them died. You know, the amazing thing was that the three little kids that were with him, who were the children of his uh, senior brother, they were also all saved, only that they were only crying because they saw the car jumped over the flyover. But this guy baffled me and baffled any other person that was around. This guy, his car smashed beyond repair. And the guy got out from this vehicle and was screaming, who has set me up to want to kill me? And I have just two days. I'm rushing for my marriage. I'm rushing for my wedding, my wedding, my wedding. Oh, God, which car am I going to use for my wedding? Which car am I going to So the other survivors, they also came out. They were saying, no, boy, what are you talking about here? Those who saw when this car jumped from the flyover, they were waiting in there. They were people were screaming and people were rushing to the valley only to find out that the three little kids they were safe the man in front of the of, of the car his friend was saved the driver who was the guy who owns the car who was shouting that he was going to do wedding he was safe there was no bruise in their bodies so people were so astonished, like they were saying, what are you talking about? Did you survive from this car? He said, which car am I going to use my wedding? Which car am I going to use my wedding? My wedding is in the next two days. Who have planned to kill me? Look at the height from which we fell. Who have planned to terminate my life before God calls me home? Who have planned, oh, before I could get married, they want to terminate me? He cried, my car, my car, my car. Oh, I was so astonished. Ah, of course, 
When you look at it from the periphery, yes, he was crying, my car, my car. I believe that he didn't want to go and borrow car. He said this was a new car he just bought. He didn't want to go and borrow car. And look at how this car had been smashed. This guy could have been grateful to God that it wasn't his life that was damaged and it wasn't the lives of the kids that were damaged or the life of his friend that was damaged. But it was just car that was damaged. And instead of this guy to appreciate the handwork of God who saved them from such a height, this guy was shouting about about Ethelton, shouting about material thing. My car, my car, my car. That is a condition of some of you listening to this broadcast this morning. You've not been able to see any good thing that God has done for you. Even when death passed through you, Death came around and claimed so many people that you know. I mean, 2020 has been so disastrous. 2020 came with COVID-19. And COVID-19 is such a sickness that we cannot comprehend. We don't even know those who have it. You can't even dictate who is a carrier. Oh, COVID-19 has been so hidden and so secretive. That is a sickness that has ravaged the world, ravaged the economy, has put everything to a standstill. And we go up and hearing just one language. The city is in lockdown. The town is in lockdown. Flying, no flight is moving anywhere. No job anywhere. You know, people are walking from home. Oh, thank God for Zoom. It's only by Zoom now that we can connect and we can see each other. My dear, is that life? Look at all the hazardness, all the hazardous things which COVID-19 has brought along. And the Lord God have also permitted the remnant. I mean, we are like the remnant. Because when you see 1001 and see the way they announced hundreds and thousands that have passed on, you begin to wonder, what is the existence of life now? If people like this can die, why are you still existing? But God in his infinite mercy. He said we will not die now. He said he will preserve us. It is God who has been preserving us. It is God whose hand has been upon us. It is not about the mask which we are wearing. Not about the distance of 1.5 meter, which is also good, which we are keeping. Oh, not shaking people. Now we don't shake, we quack them. We use the shoulder and the elbow to quack people and use the leg to, 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 to throw some salute. The thing, the safetyness is not in any of these things. Even though we need to maintain them because the society demands so. We need to wash our hands because it is necessary that we keep to that hygiene. But what I'm trying to say here is that our ability to have lived and seen this very day is not about any of these things we've absorbed. It is because of who God is. God have not allowed that dirty sickness to come near our dwelling place. God has not allowed it to touch us. Look at how our children are going about playing in schools. Today they will shut down, tomorrow they will open. This whole thing has disorganized the affairs of even children, the, fa- the affairs of families, and the affairs of government. This whole thing has disorganized them. But there is a God who holds the earth in the hollows of his hand. There is a God that has the life of lives in the hollows of his hand. 
The God who have inscribed us in his power, but who said we belong to him. That God is much alive. That God said with him, nothing is impossible. That means you can recover the car you lost. That means the marriage you've set up to do can still go forward. That means that God is capable of donating, using men to donate to you what you never expected. That means you don't need to throw in the towel and say, it is all over. You don't need to do that because God has not said so. And as long as Jehovah God has not said so, no man can predict to you. No man can determine your affairs. No man can say it is over until you yourself, you give in. I'm here to encourage you and I'm here to box you up, to jack you up, to know that until God says it's over, don't take the report of anybody because that which seems impossible unto men is not impossible unto God. I want to read a scripture from the book of Luke chapter 1. Because there are some of you, until you hear somebody saying St. Luke or St. John or St. Matthew, you will never know that they are speaking the word of God. You will think that the person is just speaking an abstract. Let me take you to the book of Luke chapter 1 from verse 26. It's going to be a very long one. But in it, you will see the possibilities of God. You will see what God is capable of doing. The Bible said from verse 26, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin exposed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, <clears> hmm, <throat> Hail, thou art highly favored, Mary. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be a great and he shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. <clears throat> And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. Hmm. And the angel said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she shall also conceive a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. 
and the angel departed from her. Did you see how interesting this story can be? Do you see that the angel was sent forth to go and meet this woman who was espoused to a man? That means she was engaged to a young man who did not know her. That means who have not disvergent her. So these two people were busy planning their marriage. And in all of a sudden, that which seemed very difficult began to appear in the life of the young girl. And this was to bring embarrassment. And this was to make her look as if she has lived a life of hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. This was to ridicule her. This was to limit her. This was to make her and her family be shamed. Is that your position? What is it that people are speaking about you? What is it that is trying to shame you? Oh, have you forgotten what the Bible said? He said, for your shame, you have a double portion of honor. That is the word of the living God. God will not allow anything that will shame you to come your way. God is not in the process of shaming his people. He is in the process of promoting us. If God allow anything like this to come your way, it is for him to take the glory, not for you. So, you can imagine how many may have felt. You can imagine Mary beginning to think about what to do because I'm sure he, he, she was in love with Joseph. And now all of a sudden, this strange greeting came. Mary, you are highly favored. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. And it didn't stop there. You know what? Hmm. Even though you are thinking you have been exposed to Joseph, but there's something that is going to happen to you. Because you've been favored and you are blessed among all women. The girl said, yes, continue. He said, you know, something is going to happen. Because you've been found, you are highly favored before God. God has also decided that you will be the one to conceive. You are going to bear a son, but this son is not going to have any earthly father. So God has decided that, that a son is going to be born by you and this son, his name is going to be called Jesus, the savior of the world. But the fact is that he's not going to have any earthly father. So that means somehow along the line, you are just going to see your stomach beginning to swell. You can say, whoops. Me? He said, yes, you. I believe that she must have been embarrassed when this angel, and then the girl went ahead and she asked the angel, what are you trying to say here? The angel said, my name is Gabriel. The one that stands between God and his word. I heard what God was speaking in heaven, and because of that, I've been sent to you to come and give you this news. That very, very soon, you marry, you will conceive, and you are going to carry a baby, and you are going to bring forth this baby that is not going to have 
an earthly father. That is so strange because it is abnormal. We have never heard it in any part of the world that a woman became pregnant without a man. Do you understand me? So it is something so strange. And that is why I'm saying to you who is listening to me, you don't need to expect everything to become normal. Sometimes God will bypass your normal normalcy. He will bypass that normal practices and he will do it his way because he's God. So God wanted to stage Mary with this baby. And God had already planned it and it has already been settled that Mary will be the one to carry this baby. And here the message has come to Mary. Mary began to think about it. Mary began to wonder, how can this ever be? Since I know no man. I've never known any man before. Even though people have been seeing me with Joseph, but Joseph has not disvergined me. So how would this come to pass? To Mary, it was incredibly incredible. And to you that is listening to me, it is something that I've never been heard before. Nobody has ever heard something like this. What you are going through, it is looking like a shame. And you are saying, it has never happened before. If I were you, don't complain any further. Let the Lord take glory out of that which you are going through. Because if God have allowed it, it is for glory to come out of it. Are you hearing me, somebody? So Mary was so confused, just like you that is listening to me. You may have been so confused. You don't figure out what you are going through. You don't know the genesis of it. No person in your family have ever suffered that sort of thing. And here you are. Even when you know you are serving God with all your heart, still this sort of things are happening around you. Yeah, positioned by the word of God to encourage you to know that it is well with your soul. The Bible said you are highly favored. That's why you are the one going through it. The Bible said that you are highly favored. You are favored far above any other person. That's why you are the one going through that. So the Bible said that you will conceive in that womb which look dry, that womb that nobody has ever done anything with, you will conceive and you will bring forth and you will call the child that will be born, Jesus, Savior. He is going to be called Emmanuel, the Lord that is with us. And then Mary asked, how is this going to happen? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Are you not understanding me that I've not had anything with uh, Joseph? How is this going to happen? The angel said to her, he said that, that something is going to happen. The power above all power, the power of the Holy Ghost, shall come upon you. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. And that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. This is incredible. The power 
the highest. The power of the Holy Ghost it shall come upon thee. The power of the highest will overshadow. It will cover you. Nothing about you will be part of this. The power of the Most High will overshadow thee. That which seems possible will become very, very possible. That which nobody has ever had before will become very, very possible. It is not about you. It is all about God. The power above all power will overshadow you. Think about it. Because when you see the mightiness of God, you will think less about the problem that is confronting you. You will know that nothing is impossible with God. Because if he allows you to be going through what you are going through, it means that he has already made a way of escape. Say, I hear you. It means that you will not end up in disgrace. Say, I hear you. It means that God has already planned a better ending for you. Even when you do not foresee it, I don't know how it's going to come, but there's going to be a better ending. Weeping may be enduring for now, but joy cometh in the morning. Affliction will not arise for the second time in your life. The affliction which you are going through now, it is for the glory of God to be revealed. For the power above all power shall overshadow day. It's not about who you are. It's not about what you can do. It's not about what you cannot do. It's not about who is there position to help you. It is about God and God himself. Only the Lord will bring you out of the mess. Only the Lord will perfect what he has begun in you. Only the Lord will break it into completion. In this season and in this very date, you receive your miracle. In this season and in this date, 28th of December, I want you to know that God has not written you off. Therefore, don't write yourself off. I want you to know that that which is impossible is still possible. If God said it, God will surely, surely do it. And while God was still explaining to this woman through Angel Gabriel, God had to send her to go and meet. He said, even your, your cousin, I want you to know that even your cousin, the one they said, she has grown so old. And they said she has married for a long time with Zachariah. And they said that she was barren. Go and meet her. That one already is having a, a pregnancy of six solid months. She has only gone ahead of you to have what you are having. That means I put a testimony already ahead of you. If you are still doubting that what I told you is not is not possible, what about the one of Zachariah's wife? What are you going to say about that one? If that one can happen, it means yours will also happen. Oh, come on, look around somebody. There's something that God is going to use to encourage you to there. Look 
look around and please walk on walk on the on the, on the streets of Amsterdam with shoulder high, knowing fully well that God has not given up on you. Your God has not given and will never give up on you. This is your season of celebration. It doesn't matter how depth you've gone in that thing. God will bring you out of it. The power above all power, it shall overshadow you and the best shall come to you. Look at what the Bible said about the child. The Bible said the child shall be great and he shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David and his reign shall be everlasting. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom there shall be no end. Do you see that? That can only be given to a person who have favor before God. Receive your favor this morning. Receive the favor from God this morning. Receive the favor from above this morning. Receive the favor that will announce you this morning. Come on, get up and begin to pray. Begin to call the things that be not, let them become. Oh, God is not a man to lie. If he did it before, the God of yesterday is a God of today. He's a God forevermore. Come on, begin to declare this over your life. If God did it for a Mary and did it for Elizabeth, you are the next in the line. God will do it for you. That which you will be gathered, it shall be known. That which you will be gathered will give you a, a solid inheritance. That which will come out of you, it will reign forever and ever. The kingdom of God shall be upon that thing which God will give unto you. Your vision will not be in vain. Your stress will not be in vain. God will complete what he has begun with you. Lift up your hand and begin to pray some Welcome back, Angus. Uh, you're joining us for the first time. This is Radio Voice of Niger. I'm here. I'm sure you were blessed with that word from Apostle Helen Rudokino. Let's enjoy a message. Before we get on to the next item.
this actually happens to be one of my favorite carols and probably it's the same with you well this morning we are going to be talking about um, how the birth of jesus has affected our world how it has changed our world perhaps you're not even aware of it or have never thought of it but it's important to realize this look every year we pick out people and we honor them give them um award nobel prize peace prize we give them the person of the year award etc etc because of something outstanding they have done which has impacted our world by the way i'm sure you know that the, this year the nobel peace prize was given to the world food program uh, usually it goes to persons but this time it went to an organization I don't know whether that is the first time this has happened, but that is the that is the fact of the matter. We also know that the Time Magazine Person of the Year or Persons of the Year happens to be Vice, uh, what do you call him? Uh, President-elect Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, the incoming President and Vice of the United States of America. You see, people like this who the world is recognizing for something outstanding they have done. All right. I believe if Jesus were on earth, he would collect all the prizes because he has impacted the world tremendously. So we're going to talk about some of the things and how some of the ways in which Christianity has impacted our world, the birth of Christ. And the... and. The, the, the message he brought has impacted our world. So every year we celebrate Christmas and we just enjoy the moment. We don't realize that somebody triggered the blessings that Christmas has brought to all mankind. So we're going to be talking about this in the next few moments. as dead as a doornail. This must be...
Just want to say welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the program. My name is Apostle Larry Dokeno. I'm here with Apostle Henry Dokeno. All right. We're going to talk about how the birth of Jesus has affected the world. I don't know how it has affected your life, but most people just look at it from the, uh, let's say, the fun part, the enjoyment part, the holiday part, the, the you know, the happiness that it brings out, the bright light you see, you know, the whole season. The season changes everything around us, you know. It becomes more beautiful. People become nicer. Even your enemies smile at you when they have frowned the whole year. At least Christmas time. <laughs> at least <laughs> something compels them to just smile at you and to, to at least say, tell you Merry Christmas. Exactly. So we have good wishes towards one another mm -hmm. throughout the year. I mean, at this time, which normally doesn't happen, you know. So it, don't you think that has that's one of the blessings of uh, the birth of Christ? Yeah, people have the opportunity mm. of exchanging uh, pleasantries. Yeah, you know, greetings. You know, I love the way you put it. People who have not greeted you for the whole year, mm. just within this season, they you know you see them in the same place you've been seeing them. Yeah, and now their faces are beaming with smiles. Yeah. You know, I, I, yes, it's so absolutely. beautiful, it's it so is. beautiful, yeah, it is. It is. And also, the it, beauty of the environment mm -hmm. the beauty of the people say, they, some, some say they don't celebrate Christmas. Mm. You know, the worst are the Christians who mock themselves and say they don't celebrate Christmas. Mm. But is it every year that we have such beautiful lights everywhere? So, the beauty it brings to a, a city, a town, a village, yeah. a home, yeah. it's, it's so amazing. The angels have peace on earth <clears throat> and goodwill toward all men. Can we talk about the peace part, that is the blessing of peace that uh, this Christmas season has been bringing to the world? Yes, because when people who don't talk to you before, yeah. Of the art of one thing or the other, they are not talking with you. Yeah. But in this season, yeah. they can put up a smile. It means they're telling you, I'm at peace with you. Yeah. And so, so you know, you go to your working place, you see the bosses, they are giving gifts to their yes. workers at this time. Yes. And then you go to hotels, you see people are eating far, far dinners yeah. and with, with families, okay? So that means they're saying, I mean, you must be at peace with yourself and be at peace with other people for you to invite them for dinner. Correct. And so, so many gifts are being given in this season. Mm -hmm. It's only somebody who is at peace with you yeah. that will give you a gift. So, <coughs> it is too real. The reality of the Christmas is, is too amazing. Absolutely. So we, there's no doubt that Jesus, if he were living today, would give him a Person of the Year award over and over again because of the impact he has made upon the human race. Definitely. But can you imagine somebody who lived for, okay, 30, 30 33 years? He, he began to preach at the age of 30, from what we know. And within the space of three years, the message he brought has revolutionized the world. Mm -hmm. And the people who hear the message carry the message, you know, 
from from their their locations yes and travel up uh, the globe with the message and whoever hears the message and whoever believes the message mm -hmm. the message transforms their lives yes so it is just not a season just for happiness and merrymaking but mm -hmm. it is uh, it's a time of celebrating a very powerful uh shall i say personality yes who entered our world yes you know, people sometimes try to look at the lord as uh, just as a figment of imagination imagination or something that was created the story of jesus the thing that was created just to to make a religion mm. you know mm. but uh that is not it at all no i mean he's a historical person somebody who actually lived and what is interesting is that although the Lord had left the earth for all these many, many centuries, mm -hmm. 2,000 years at least, you know, still the message he brought lives on and it's still <coughs> being proclaimed. Amen. And the message, whoever hears the message, you know, is impacted in a very powerful way. Anybody who has come into contact with the person of, of Jesus has a story to tell. It's true. Has something to declare about how their lives have been impacted. Mm -hmm. Isn't it awesome? It's true. So uh, it is quite, quite remarkable. Hmm. I want to just, <clears throat> I want to discuss one or two things. How has the, um, the birth of Jesus affected women, the status of women? I want you to tell us uh, how women were treated in the past and how, you know, the situation now. Uh, 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 you know, can you just, uh, let's share something about this uh, aspect of yeah, the blessing the, the, of the birth of Jesus. Yeah, the blessings of the birth of Jesus brought to womanhood, mm. um, uh, what do I call it? It brought to them um, recognition, you know? It brought to them acceptance. Mm. Uh, or a relief yes. from where they were being dehumanized, where they used to be treated like second-class citizens, where where they used to give, not have their opportunity of saying things they want to say, mm -hmm. they are being hidden. But because of the birth of Christ, it brought liberty to womanhood. Mm. We can now preach even the gospel. Yeah. We can speak what we know about the gospel. Mm -hmm. This is no more on somebody come and tell you. You can read it and you can speak about it. Yeah. Without any hindrance. He said there are neither Jews nor Gentiles before him. So in the sight of God, both the male and the female, they are <coughs> They are of importance. Let yes. me use that word. Yeah. You see, great but, but value. But from the beginning, uh, that God, was it God's intention to, to subjugate a woman to a man? So I think this was, this is the creation of man. I mean, the sinful nature in man created or brought about this that the man had to suppress a woman and put a woman down. Don't you think so? Yes. It's a simple, simple, simple nature of the man, but it was being allowed. It was being allowed because you will wonder how come that 
the other men because they i'm sure there may have been some men that were not suitable they were not comfortable over the sort of treatment women were going through but they had nothing to say no it was a culture it was a belief system uh you know of, of the human human race for a long time it wasn't a single isolated or isolated cases of just men suppressing women but they had this believe that a woman's place is second it's, yes a woman must be in under, the kitchen under uh subjection her place is in the kitchen that's the way they say it be, must be <clears throat> like a servant or a slave and that sort of mentality it it ruled for a long time yes but i think what one of the things that brought about a total change and which actually uh constitutions and national governments uh, have implemented is is what the word of god and the message of jesus uh have done in bringing true liberty to women yes because if you look at how jesus intervened on behalf of women when men wanted to accuse them or attack them and all that he stood for them mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so those who carried on the message of jesus also uh you know, carry the same, uh, let's say, attitude. And, you know, declaring that women are not inferior. Women are not second-class citizens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Women must be respected. You see? So, um, we will say that the message of Jesus really, or the coming of Jesus really, brought true liberty and worth, worth to, 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 the, uh, to the women folks across the world yes okay yes all right now um what about how the coming of jesus um has you know through the church has blessed our world in matthew chapter 16 verse 18 he says i will build my church <clears throat> sorry I beg your pardon. and the gates of hell will not prevail against it all right okay yes. now the church, let's discuss how the church has influenced society now. All right? Now, um, can you tell some of the ways in which the church has been a blessing to civilization? What do you think? Yes, because of the church that we have a human... Uh, human rights movement whereby women are no more suppressed children are also not suppressed Uh, anything which is not adequately handled cannot be tolerated Mm -hmm. it's because of the exposure of the church (laughs) because look like what you said yesterday Mm -hmm. if you read the bible you will see that the Bible made provision for all manner of people, both leaders, those who were subjected to slavery, yeah. perpetual slavery, mm-hmm. and the rest. They all had a place in the Bible. So, because of the 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 the, 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 the way the, the Bible threw lights to to those areas, yeah. the slave can now see mm-hmm. what he can do to improve on himself and also to serve his master better. 
the master as well is working on himself mm. to improve more and more not to be like a, a tyrant leader but he's trying to be more human like yeah. <clears throat> because of the presence of the gospel yeah as a matter of fact you realize that let's say if you have a let's say a boss who's a christian mm-hmm. and you have a subordinate who's also a christian yes you realize that their relationship will be very healthy it won't be like uh, that of uh, somebody domineering another no, person no, 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 no. treating the person like this rubbish. Yes, yes, yes. So it has changed relationships between people. Even between uh, superiors and subordinates. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh-huh. So the church, the message of Jesus uh, has transformed our human behavior. We have, we have become more sympathetic towards fellow human beings. You know, People used to look down on others who are less privileged. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They look down on them. Mm-hmm. They talk about the food. They, yes. they treat them like if you are that way because you are inferior. Because yeah, you are something is wrong with you and all that. But we know that anybody can suffer misfortune in life. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. But when somebody has heard the message of Christ, or because of the coming of Christ, we all have tampered. Our, our ways, our wicked and selfish ways. So we are more careful in dealing with another person because we know that there's a God who will judge us. Yes. So we have to be careful how we treat another person. See, so you can see that the coming of Jesus has really helped to deal with the force of evil that sometimes comes out of our human nature. Mm-hmm. The force of wickedness. Yes. Which comes out of us. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm saying. Yes. So right now he said there are about how I many? I don't know. Is it two billion or so people who are Christians? Eh? So if two billion people around the world, out of seven billion, mm-hmm. you know, believe in doing what is good and they practice it, right. don't yes. you think that the world will be less violent and it's aggressive and, exactly. and and we and less wicked and all that? Yes. I think it's a very significant. Uh, what do you call it? development? I mean, whereby you know, people because of the message of a man have decided to to to, to be better human beings. That's what I'm saying. Usually, even around the world, where there are people are fighting wars, around Christmas time, they stop. Their, they stop. I mean, they have a truce of some 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 kind. They stop killing one another. You know. So the message of Christ. Which is peace on earth and goodness to all men is so awesome <coughs> because it has positively affected our human attitude and the behavior. Amen. In many ways. Amen. So the church is the vehicle or the engine for carrying this message across. Whoever hears this message, the message has an effect upon that person. Amen. And it makes them want to adjust. Their condoms. Yes. You see? Yes. And to drop all their evil tendencies. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about how the coming of Christ has affected governments, civil governments. In what ways do you think, uh, yeah, yeah, the government of the world has been helped or, or rather has been improved because of, uh, you know, the coming of Jesus? Yeah, when you look at the government of the world today, 
you can see that it has really, really improved so much. From what we used to know, yeah. during those early days when it was only about the Roman Empire and the distance, mm -hmm. so the government was just upon the shoulders of the men. So women have no place in any position, any governmental position. Yeah. But in this modern time, we can mm -hmm. see that because of democracy, because of democracy, then um, equal equal has access to the women folks. Mm -hmm. So women are becoming governors, becoming this or becoming that. Yeah. So, so, so you cannot, you will, you will attribute that to the <coughs> impact of the gospel. <coughs> of course, it is the gospel that is making all of this impact because mm -hmm. in the gospel is hidden the human right principles. Mm -hmm. So every country that believes in democracy yeah. projects the human rights principles. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. yeah, as a matter of fact, if you talk about democracy, where people, the ordinary people have a voice, their voice counts. Yes. It is all because people, people have been, um, uh, it's been, how shall I say, you know, people have been, the value of people have been so much raised. You know what I'm saying? Nobody because you have money or you have influence, you have no right to, to, to treat another person. Anyhow. Yes, who, is, who may not be so privileged. Okay, so, and this has become enshrined in democratic principles and laws of governance, so that people's human rights are preserved. You cannot um, treat somebody anyhow. Yes. You have to respect the person's right. He's the person's right to exist and to speak for himself. Yes. And regardless of the person's background or social or financial status, yeah, you cannot, uh, uh, you know, overrule that person's human right. Yes. See? So all these principles, for example, I was sharing yesterday how um, all the homeless people yes. in, at least in Amsterdam, they have been um, an arrangement. Yes, have been made <coughs> whereby they have to sleep not on the street, but in a hotel, hotel, hotels around the city. Awesome. You know, that is to say that even though they are they're homeless and they may not have money, mm -hmm. the government has put up on this side or sees the importance to take care of them. Yes. That that means the government has not devalued them. No. Because they are beggars and they are not, they don't have money and yeah. they are homeless. Yeah, the God no values them. That's a good example. Those kind of principles, they are from the gospel. Yes. Is it because in the gospel, Jesus took care of the poor, mm -hmm. the lepers, he did not cast them out. No. You know, people with social problems, he reached out to. And, and he, you know, he, saw, he showed his love for them. He, he stood with them. That's why they were accusing him. That he was always with the... With the sinners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, those who were in the social, in the, in the social uh, uh, political class, mm -hmm. the political elites and the religious elites, they were always in contention with him because they did, he didn't carry himself so high. He was down with the masses. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And he protected their interests. He advocated their interests. And they, 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 they didn't like them. Those at the top wanted to be just at the top. Yeah. They didn't want to have anything to do with those down there. Mm. But Jesus broke 
the barrier, barrier yes. between the rich and the poor. Exactly. Exactly. He broke the barrier between the rich and the poor. And one thing I would, and and I would like to... I come to him freely. Yes. One thing I'd like to add. You know, when the Roman Empire fell, uh, there was a lot of, let's say, mismanagement and chaos and violence. There was a vacuum. You understand know what I'm saying? So in history, that's a period we call the Middle Ages, whereby things were really bad, and the powerful became more powerful, and they suppressed and crushed the weak. They took advantage of them and all yes. that. And a lot of things would have gone bad. But, um, you know, the church actually helped to preserve many things, like some ancient writings and literature and stuff like that from the Greek mm -hmm. and the Roman era. Mm -hmm. The church... Helps preserve those things. Awesome. You see? Otherwise, the world would be without all of those things because of historic the yeah, historical uh, things of historical value. Yeah. You see? And, and, and also, because of the way um, the church has been teaching about diligence in, at work, you know, even when somebody is a slave or somebody is a laborer, the Bible will teach you you have to value what you're doing, do it as unto God. Yes. So people did not take it like they are serving somebody or they are making money for somebody mm. and therefore they bring that uh, disgruntled behavior mm. to their work. Yes. The attitudes began to change. Mm -hmm. Even slaves took pride in, in what they are doing and yes. they did it as unto God. With, with their whole hearts. Exactly. Now, with that system, people's attitude to work began to change. So they became more empowered in the job they were doing. And before you know, when they had, when they were free, you remember people were never slaves for for life. You know, you at a certain time you have to serve, and then you could get, you could become free. You know what I'm saying? People became empowered, and they were able to what develop skills and develop uh, ability to take care of themselves. That's how really the middle class evolved. Before you had the upper class and those down there, and the lower class, the rich and the poor. Okay, but now we can see that the middle class is what really moves the economy. What they do, they are buying, they are selling, their businesses. This, all these things, you know, uh, promote economic world prosperity mm -hmm. and, and business. Mm. It is the middle class, the small small businesses. They are the ones really getting this, making this happen. You see, so. We want to just on this note, um, you know, applaud the work that Jesus did. His coming has really impacted our world in a very, very powerful way. Now, can we talk maybe finally about, uh, <coughs> sorry. let's talk about the, the impact of the church in terms of knowledge and education. The impact of the church in terms of knowledge and education. How do you think the coming of Jesus has impacted knowledge and education? Yeah. The impact of the church. You could see knowledge and education. You could see that a lot of things that used to be hidden before, mm. they are now so open. They're not very, very open. Mm. Well, let, let me, let me, you know, um, you, you know that most of the universities 
which were started like in versus in uh, the very first in <coughs> sorry the very first universities in France and in London, for example, these were all started by Christians because of their quest for knowledge, all right, and wisdom. Look at how the first printing machine was developed in Germany. Was it not because of the Bible? So because of the Bible, they wanted to make available the Bible. The printing press was what? Invented. And that revolutionized the publication of literature. Okay? So knowledge began to become more and more open. Today we have a lot more than even that. See, so Christianity and the coming of Jesus has really blessed the world in a very powerful way. Yes, I think so. You know, in terms of um, you know promoting knowledge across the nations of the world. Alright. So listen, this that is just to give you a some tidbits on how the coming of Jesus has transformed our world. Exactly. If you have any comments or questions, <coughs> sorry, questions or comments, they are free, free. You can call the studio line uh, 020-737-1619 and share your opinion as well. In the meantime, let's take, let's enjoy Message Chambers music.
So we'd just like to add a few more things, maybe two or three more items to the discussion we've been having on uh, how the birth of Jesus has changed our world. Now, Jesus promoted faith in God. Look at what we have here in First John chapter 5 verse 4 it says for whosoever is whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world and this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith <clears throat> now Jesus talks about faith and faith has a way of helping people to overcome adversity and to see light even in the midst of darkness it gives people hope and so many people's lives people who you know were hopeless and had no uh let's say promising future today because of the message of the gospel their lives have been totally transformed and their faith in God has given them victory over their personal setbacks and circumstances. So, you will agree with me that Jesus' coming has really blessed the world. I've seen people rise out of poverty, out of luck, out of nothing to become great. Why? Because they believe in the message of the gospel. 
the gospel transformed their life, transformed their view, their perspective on life, and gave them confidence and the power to say, we will overcome. And indeed, they overcame. We just want you to remember that Christmas is not just about the fun part, the joy and the excitement that it brings, but Christmas does more for us and it's still doing much more for us than the superficial and the personalized benefits that we, we, we think we derive from this season. It has changed our world. And so, all those who have faith in Jesus or faith in God, they have been empowered to contend with negativity, with evil, with anything that doesn't conform with the principles of the Word of God. So that is how powerful and how much the coming of Jesus has changed our world. Then um, I would like to add, I guess, the last one. And that is how Jesus and his coming has helped us to value humanity much more, especially the weak and the privileged, the poor, the sick, and the marginalized. Generally speaking, it's not in our human nature to be sympathetic. Some people have the ability. <laughs> but generally speaking, the rich and the mighty don't want to do anything with the poor. But the teaching of Jesus has changed even world governments not to step on the democratic rights of the ordinary person. So even the weak and the vulnerable among us, they are protected. And if you look here in the Netherlands, you know, we have, we devote a lot of attention and care for the weak among us. We want them to have access to all the privileges and the benefits that normal people or able body people uh, are able to enjoy and that is very nice it makes the society healthy balanced and we are empathetic to one another it is very powerful it is all because of the gospel so I just wanted to let you know that the gospel has really blessed our world and it's still blessing our world. People are becoming great and powerful because of their belief in the tenets of the gospel and uh, because they are practicing it, it's changing their lives and from inside, that's within their hearts, they have become better people and that's why they can treat others with respect and with dignity. Isn't that awesome? It is powerful. So a big, big, big glory to Jesus and to the message he brought to our world, which has changed our world. There's so many aspects, there's so many facets of the blessings of the Father, gospel. And um, of course, I mean, if you take, uh, we can go into all of this. It takes to take hours upon hours upon hours. But just to at least for a moment to think back and to reflect on how good 
the coming of Jesus has been to our world. It is awesome. It is awesome. So, whilst you are enjoying your holidays, enjoying this broadcast, remember to be thankful to God. Thankful to Jesus for coming down on earth amongst men and changing the society and making it better than it used to be. something wonderful for you as you prepare to cross over to 2021 may nothing stop you nothing 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 let nothing stop you not even the pandemic will stop you may the favor of god make a way for you in the coming year
this song we're giving thanks to God and wherever you are, I'm sure you are also giving thanks. Give thanks for all God has done for you this year. He preserved you, kept you, your home, your family, or provided a roof over your head, food, water, good health, and the rest of them. This song is saying give thanks. I'm giving thanks to God. And I'm sure you're going to do the same. And as you do that, you pave the way for a better 2021. So on this note, we would like to say bye-bye and uh, Happy New Year in advance. Um, we wish you well. Have a safe crossover yes. to the new year. 2021. Prosperous year for you and your household. Yes. Wishing you good health. Wishing you all the best. Whatever you can be the best. Be in it in 2021. Everybody, let me hear you. The Lord is with you.